You are never gonna believe what Elias just told me. Look who it is, Randall. Randall Graves. You work here too? Jesus, anyone else from our graduating class back there? Well, well, well. Pickle fucker. Man, look at you two fun employees. Nothing's changed. You know, I'll bet dollars to donuts when you two aren't fighting about who shot first, Han or Greedo, you can still muster up enough energy to make fun of other people. Yeah, so hurry up and order and get out of here so we can make fun of you. Oh, I don't know if you're in a position to make fun of anyone anymore, Graves. 32 and you're flipping burgers? Before that, I'd heard it was the quick stop. For what, like 10 years? We can't all be internet millionaires. Who's an internet millionaire? Elias, this is Lance Dowds. We went to high school together. A few years ago, he built a search engine which compiles the lowest prices of merchandise you can buy online. You might have heard of it. MadDuckets.com. Didn't that just sell to Amazon for like 20 million bucks? Yeah, but back before he was the Mad Duckets guy, he was just pickle fucker. You see, freshman year, the seniors would hunt us down and put us through what they called initiations. They'd stuff us in the lockers or throw us in the girls' shower room naked. But Lance here got the worst of it. The seniors yanked down his pants and shoved a pickle up his ass and made him walk 10 feet. The pickle fell out before he hit the 10-foot mark. He had to take a bite of it, reinsert it, and walk again. Yeah, but don't worry. He made it. His pickle was small enough to stay wedged after only four bites. I'll bet you're the only guy in the world who still remembers that, Graves. Oh, I bet you still remember it pretty vividly, pickle fucker. Coming to you from Seattle, Washington, South Lake Union, uh, Studio 212, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is motherfucking episode 50 <laughs> of Grill. How long stick, mister? You know, it's going to be about 15 minutes out. 50? 15. Oh, 15. I was about to say, man, how thick is that song, we got that. We got that 40-ounce ribeye. Got that bone in? That bone <laughs> in? That bone in? That bone in? <laughs> Anyway, I am your host, Peryush, uh, Bobby Stills. Across from me, the coho from Sodoho. <laughs> you were really bad at making those things up. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami, that's right. Uh, Art of the Tables, uh, master fish station chef, cook. I'm working it these days. Whatever, dog, you working something. Someone's pipe. <laughs> uh, anyway, we do have a guest today for our 50th, 50th episode. Awesome. That's how we do it. Uh, one of my favorite humans, right? Oh, that's uh, sweet. It is. Uh, this guy, I got, I, I'll, I'll explain in a minute. But uh, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hi, my name is Chris Hartfield. This is Chef Chris Hartfield, a.k.a. Mogus. <laughs> uh oh, I need to hear about this. <laughs> yes. Uh, would you like to? Uh, no, I mean, look, no. We we got to introduce him first, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us your tell us your title. Where you work at? Currently working at the Westie Sports and Spirits in West Seattle, thirty fifth and Kenyon, and uh, I am the head chef there. I don't know where exactly. Where Shout I out to JP. 
the JP. <laughs> Which JP? RJP? Not RJP. Oh. This is the other homie JP. Oh, okay. Uh, who are the other owners out there? Uh, it's JP and Paul Rhythms. Paul Rhythms. Yes, sir. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> the bobsled. All right. Um, so Chris uh, has never listened to the show, but uh, I've known him for a very long time. I've worked for him before. Uh, Where at? Uh, Seraphine. No, no, Mariana's by the market. Mariana's by the markets. Um, he taught me how to cook Greek food. Nice. And he's the first one that really got me into looking at food as not just a job, but as like an art form. <laughs> That's what's up. So he's somebody very patient with me. Right? Yeah, I'm sure. You'd very have to be extremely he patient. Taught, he taught me a lot, man. He taught me. I know Robbie now, so <laughs> just since you imagined him back then. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you are a saint, my friend. <laughs> it was like trying to crowd a wild horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bucking and Yeah, but he taught me a lot, man. He sent me on my way. He elevated me from just a cook to like a motherfucking cook. You know what I'm saying? I just To a line cook. Yeah, a line cook pretty much. Yeah. He, Someone who can bang some chops. Yeah, man. He, he expected a lot from me and I, I gave it right. Yeah. I handled yeah. myself. I got shit done. Yeah. Old, how old are you? How old was I? 25. Oh, man. Just a I'm 35 guy. now. So, yeah. About that. I was yeah. about 25 years old. Is yeah, that about okay. how long? Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Making me feel super young. Showed me what's up. Um, okay. So, we're going to get into work <laughs> updates real quick. Yeah. Johnny, you want to go first? Should I go first? Uh, I'll go. Did I Did I have already mentioned that I was fucking violently sick? Oh, that was last week. Yeah, right? it was last week. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shout out to everybody that responded to us on Facebook, uh, loving our and liking our Thanksgiving episode. We got a lot of feedback from yeah. that. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh, who's the homie that says that he that, that we're his favorite show? Oh, uh, shout out to... We'll find out. I'm going to find out, and we'll give you him a shout out at the end of the show. But um, uh, this week was good. Uh, it was a short week because of Thanksgiving. Um, so I, I went in on Friday and did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, my chef came in and work side by side with me kind of sh trying to show me what he is expecting mm -hmm. um, off my station or like how to just be a little bit faster and cut my cut my time down a little bit more um, it was right. very it was very helpful um, it was funny though because I was like I was as grateful as I was I was like man this is the day where you have the least components on every dish but like on, a, on usually on like a Friday Saturday it's like 12 components going on one dish and I'm just going crazy because I have to heat every single little thing up we only have six burners you know so it's like you can't heat everything up so he's showing me the way of like uh, presetting some things and being like, oh, you can you can throw this in a pan and have it sitting, you know, up here if you're gonna burn through that in True the next that. like half hour, forty five minutes, and then you can flash it to what you need it to, but just get it where you need it and just like start burning things out. So like we've been, you know, working on um getting things set by portion sizes. So like if I'm doing a so your portions are already ready to go. Yeah, exactly. So if or, I'm doing a cauliflower risotto, or if I'm doing like a, the octopus ragu that we were doing this everything's weekend, everything's right there. Everything's right there and ready to go. So you just like start, you know, dropping <laughs> dropping plates. Because um, at Art of the Table, uh, so you know, um, we're a plate-focused restaurant. So we do all the prep beforehand, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. like down to down to the very last line. Like the only thing we're actually like cooking during service is probably our proteins. So we'll gotcha. sear our meats. Um, but like our beef is already almost there unless we're doing steak and then we'll sear it. But we usually like pickle beef tongue or uh, we have brisket or pork belly or something like that. All that stuff's been done. So it's quick and easy fires. So basically what... what 
what I'm trying to learn now is because I know how to cook food, obviously, but I'm trying to learn how to plate these things elegantly and get them out in an orderly fashion so that we can get these tables turned so we can get more people in. Because if we can get 50 people in a 26-seat restaurant on a night... You're moving. Yeah, you're moving plates, so... Um, I learned a little bit about that this weekend. It was good. Uh, You've been working hand in hand with your chef. Yeah, you know, which is what I've been wanting That's to do. Always solid time. Well, yeah, because he's been getting frustrated with me about how I've been doing things, but he's not hasn't been there, you know, to so show tell me what you he what wants. You're doing so wrong. it's kind of like you know, I'm it's the blind leading the blind at this point. So uh, him stepping in and showing me what he wants and being very uh, attentive and nice about it, you know, like telling me, it, I'm a very emotional person, I guess you could say. I take things very personally, but he's like, I don't want you to take any of this shit personally. I'm telling you this so you can be better. And I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what I need to hear. So I know that you at least like me a little bit because it seems like you hate my fucking guts. So, <laughs> <laughs> you did really think you yeah. did, he disliked I really, you. I really think that, I mean, you know, and he was nice to me this week. So we're going to keep it going off of that, off of that momentum. Positivity, so, positivity man, in the yeah. kitchen, you in know what I'm saying? But, I mean, and you should appreciate that time he's yeah. been with you. Because if he didn't care about you and didn't like you. He wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have done that. No, and I was like, thank you, chef. So obviously yeah, chef. he sees something in you and sees skills and he just wants to pass his knowledge on to you. Yeah, my fish was looking hot that night. Your fish that skin that skin doing that steelhead trout Ooh, Ooh, from the macaw tribe the thank head, you with the head on uh no we're de- um we get our all our stuff locally sourced from nia bay from the macaw tribe so we got some specialties from the homie alex um he's part of the tribe no he actually works with them um personally but he's he only he's the only person that works with them so if you ever get fish from a guy named alex like he's the only dude that has that fish Alex, what companies he work for? Uh, I can't. I, I don't get him up on the show, bro. I, his name is it's, it's Alex. It's Alex Fish Company. Like Alex. that's about it. You don't know him. He chooses you. You don't know. You don't. You don't choose his fish. No, his he, fish chooses he, He's you. like, I want to work with these people. So he comes to you. The first time I met him was when I worked at Luke. So yeah, he's just you know that low key, super fine, fine, fine fish. All right. So you are uh, so staying positive, keeping your head up. Yeah, that'll be good. How did that stage go? Didn't do it. All right. Did we talk about that? No. And I didn't want to talk about it, but now it's out there. <laughs> I, got know, some, I got some big news today and stuff like that. And no, we can't. We're not going to talk. We don't, yeah. You want to talk about no, it? No, I don't want to talk about it. So I've just been a little bit all out of sorts recently. So all right, we'll, t- we'll talk. I'm going to focus on what I have, to, you know, keep, keep strong. All right. Work <laughs> update for me, your boy, Robbie. Um, I don't know. I had four days off uh, for Thanksgiving, woo, which woo. was, which was fucking weird. You had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off That's and great. we had a great Girl that we trained uh, as a backup manager, uh, just in case you know there's two managers during the day, and uh, just in case somebody got sick or wanted to go on vacation. Somebody she did a great job, from what I hear. Um, you know, you no need, need for Robbie. No need for Robbie. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I like to think the place is gonna fall apart. <laughs> I mean, like technically, when I came in back from, I like I come back on Monday, so in the morning I I gotta be there at like eight eh, thirty. So I was like calling the other home girl, like, "What's up?" Like. You know, did what did the place fall apart? Like, what happened? She's like, no, everything went fine. And I, you know, you think about well, at least my restaurant, my restaurants, um, and most restaurants, you know, that time between Thanksgiving and New Year's is dead zone. So it's really slow at our place. Yeah, uh, that's when people start going. 
doing like uh, the private party thing, you know, and start renting out restaurants and stuff like that. Like, I know that we have a couple of private parties, but like, I'm not ex- expecting too much. So, no. So it's been really, really kind of slow right now. Um, so we've been it's time just, to relax. Well, no, not time to relax. <laughs> I mean, that's not how we roll. No, it's it's cleaning projects, cleaning projects, uh, focusing on uh, getting people better at their job. Uh, I've been kind of taking people sub by the, you know by the side and being like, all right, let's focus on this today or let's do this. Um, let's work on this. Focus on something. Everything's been going good. So I can't complain. I always think I'm going to get fired. I don't are know. you and that girl still, are you and that girl all right? No, we're fine. I mean, it is what it is. You know, you gotta, you can't, nothing's ever perfect in the restaurant industry. I, I kind of, uh, you know, but it's like middle school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> One day people hate each other, next day they're best friends, whatever. I just try to roll the punches. I smile. Come on, Becky. Yeah, I smile <laughs> a lot. So, you know, there's sexual tension. There's uh, <laughs> haters. You know, people want you For to some talk. reason, Robbie is like the most desirable guy you've ever met. <laughs> in his mind, yes. Yeah, it's like, no, in like real life, I go out with this dude sometimes. I'm just like, how? Yeah, don't even front, Mogus. You know, you can see me shining. Don't even front. You've seen me out there. You can't see right now, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> Just vigorously, doesn't that? I was telling him at work today. I said I was telling him that that work today. I was like, man, I hit him with that wink and that smile. It don't matter, guy, girl, you know what I'm saying? Man, woman, adult, child, doesn't matter. They just start melting. And then all I got to do is flex. Woo! If you didn't know, Robbie is pure muscle. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, get lean and lose some of this muscle. You know what I'm saying? Because right now I feel like I'm a little <coughs> top heavy. You know what I'm saying? Top heavy. That's a, but, that's a good one. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm just focusing on, you know, cutting back my, my, my fats and my fat intake. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to keep it nice and healthy. Healthy. I've been eating a lot of uh, the vegetarian stuff we have in my work lately. The field roast and the bacon and stuff like that. Gross. Salads, you know. Salads are what's up, but that field roast shit. Whatever. So, uh, my work's doing going good. Um, yeah. Mogus. Yes. What's going on with your work? Tell us a little bit about your about your about your uh, company you work for. It's uh, we are a upscale sports bar, seventeen TVs, but not your average pub food. We try to stay away from a lot of fried stuff, so a lot of uh, grill, griddle, saute, uh, and with that, it makes people reevaluate what a sports bar can be. Mm-hmm. We have craft cocktails. You know, we have uh, we're one of the few places that actually have that has Rubens on tap. So you know, they do beer for us and stuff like that. You know, um, if you don't know Rubens beer, they're down in Ballard. Uh, so you know, we've and they don't usually do that. No, yeah. So we've actually taken a concept of sports and food and made it like okay, so it's not just chicken wings and nachos and, yeah. and mozzarella sticks. Which you are know. bomb, though. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even want to say this because I've been doing this forever, but the seared broccoli. Oh. I created this dish like 20 years Oh, this ago. is the homie that did the... Oh, this is the homie that did the seared broccoli at Black Bottle that I told you about. No, no way. No. That... See, no. The broccoli at Black Bottle was blasted so uh-huh. it was done in the oven yeah. mine is done in a French saute pan oh okay with uh, red bell peppers it's from the Basque region of Spain and I, the idea originally came from doing black and broccoli for antipasti at Serafina oh okay and then when I took over 
or went to Ben Leone, which is no longer around, that we- uh, We're going to get into your history. Yeah. Anyway, but the broccoli is like number one. Followed, well, for a vegetarian dish, it's amazing how many people just want to eat broccoli. Yeah. And in a sports bar. Well, yeah, you know, it's full of protein, so. so. You know, but, you know, it's like one of those things that number one seller is obviously the burger, Mm -hmm. because everybody loves a burger. They don't care. Followed by broccoli. <laughs> that must be interesting to see. Yeah, it is, especially when you're cooking like 15, 20 of those things a night. Yeah. You're like, damn. Yeah. Smoke and grease and chili flakes and everything you know. But uh, yeah, so that's like, you know, kind of what's going on. But right now I've been down. I just hired a sous chef, which is working out, uh, giving him some time. He's only been there like a couple weeks now. Then I just hired another guy. He worked at some really nice places around town, Le Pouchet, Miller's Guild. Oh, nice. Uh, and he's proven to be what I thought it was going to be, which is just makes me ecstatic. So That's good. You don't find that very often, so. No, 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 <laughs> no. And he's a mover. Like, uh, he never stops moving. So if he's not cooking, he's cleaning. If he's not cleaning, he's How old is organizing. He? I think he's in his early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. Man, still moving? Still moving. Must not have been doing this that long then. I'm not really sure, you know. But he's. But I was like, dang, like, all right, this is this is good. This is good. I like that. So you know, business is good. You know, we had all the sporting events last week with Sounders, Seahawks, Huskies. Big week. And those are our days. That's when we get handed, you know. And now it's tapered off. How many coverage are you usually doing when you're like busy, busy? Or you uh, go by numbers. The rest, it's really weird because we don't, because the restaurant, we go by sales mm-hmm. based on the fact that the restaurant holds uh, like 95. Okay. You know, that's like all the, that's like every seat being taken. And obviously on big sport events, you know, the standing room only. Mm-hmm. So with that happening, we go by like, well, what do we sell for the day? So, you know, like a good, like our numbers have been rising ever since we opened, which nice. is like two years ago this Thanksgiving. So, you know, we're, if we're doing 65, 75, you know, 100 nights, mm-hmm. then we know that we're, we're cranking out food. Yeah. You know, and that's, and right now food and liquor are about 50, 50, maybe 60, 40 fluctuating one way or another, mm-hmm. but we're selling a lot more food than we ever thought we were going to in a really tiny kitchen. Like the kitchen is. It's pretty tiny. Probably, probably the size of this studio right You can now. fit three Damn. people. You can fit three people on there. Four people. We can, four do, people? We can do four. We can do four people is comfortable. You know, that's with the dishwasher, two cooks, and the expediter. You put one more body in there, and then it's just yeah. kind of a clusterfuck. <laughs> Running into each other. Yeah. It's bad. That's crazy. That sounds cool. Yeah. All right. So let's get a, let's get a, let's get a quick history real quick. Uh, how long you been cooking? Mm. Oh, I started when I was 17. I'm 46 Pro- now. Professionally. Started when I was 17. I'm 46 now. So. <laughs> we had one dude in here one time. He's like, oh, so seven. <laughs> I was like, what were you cooking at seven? He's like, you know, mac and cheese, crabs. <laughs> oh, uh, fucking Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he knows Jordan. You know Jordan Melnikoff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But no. Uh, so what is that? That's 30 years. Damn, my like that. That's a veteran game. All right. Now, where was your first... Uh, position at what was your first paid gig and what did you start doing your first oh, kitchen job it only had to be cooking i guess restaurant job first see i always get confused first job was cooking was ivers 
like literally here in Seattle, Washington. She's here in Seattle. Born and I raised, was, born and bred. Born and bred, man. I don't know, man. The, 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 My dude. roots go deep, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're so close to the ground. <laughs> true, true, true. But no, Ivers was the first one, man, working the fryers, you know? Yeah, fry, fry cook. Frying fish, frying fries, frying shrimp, whatever it was, bro. I was dropping fryers. Four bas- four fryers deep, you're just dropping baskets. Dropping, but were you dropping. breading the, the... No, that stuff comes in pre-bread. Comes in the only pre-bread. thing that you actually had to make there was the chowder. And then you had to make big old vats of chowder. Damn. It's hot. Learning how to hustle, though. Hustle. Um, now, how long were you there for? Uh... I think I was there for probably two years. And two by the years. time when you left there, what was your position yeah. when you left there? Uh, I left there still being a fry cook. I didn't want to try to get the management in. I was like 17, bro. I was so they, they ain't put you on the grill or 19. nothing on me? No, nah, man. This was at the little, you know, like oh, in little the malls, window stand. In the malls, bro. Not oh. in, not down not down on the water. Oh. No, 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 no. You know, right. it was a fast food one. Okay. And Serving then, the busters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Singing into the mic when everything closed, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not realizing people might be still be upstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Now, uh, from there, that was 17. And then yeah. when did you get your first, uh, how many different restaurants did you go to before you made it into On The Line? Uh, actually, just one more, because after after Ivers, I went and worked for the cake restaurant. So I, I basically did corporation jobs starting off. So I did Ivers, I did the keg. Uh, started off doing the salad bar, which is, you know, cutting all the stuff, making fresh Caesar salads, making fresh spinach salads, uh, restocking, all that kind of crazy stuff. And then moved from there to prepping, where that means I was prepping all the steaks, all the prime ribs, all the steaks, bacon wrapping, fillets, cutting lobsters, you know, getting those ready to go into steamers, making all the sauces, all the desserts. You did everything. There wasn't like... Oh, well, you, you just this prepped one thing. You did yeah, everything. No, you did everything, dude. Like soups, everything that was on the prep list, you were doing. Uh, moved from the prep to the line, and that's when I was uh, doing pantry. So then I started doing like all the potatoes, all the baked potatoes, all the, and then it came out of the fryer, all the veggie and all the plates as you slid them down the line to go from veggie, starch, protein out the window. So I was doing all that. Was that the keg? Doing, that was at the keg. That was probably my first real, real cooking experience where you had, you know, I think the restaurant seen like 150 and there's Ooh. like three dudes on the line and one dude in the cell and you're just boom, 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 boom. First time I got into a fight, you know, on the line. The first time you ever got into a fight? On the line. With who? One of the servers. What happened? He brought something back through in the window and I got pissed. I was like, don't be throwing stuff in the window, you know? Disrespecting stuff? Yeah, side. like, come on now. Nah, like, this, was this a physical fight? No, screaming and yelling, bro. No I don't see you screaming and yelling, man. What are you talking about? I scream and yell at you all the time. Nah, no, nah, never, dog. No, Yo, just, don't, come on now. <laughs> you probably did, and Robbie was like, ah, oh, we're just playing. <laughs> no, me and Chris never got into it like that. I was, like, I was like, sorry, chef. Never happened again, chef. No, that's why. You know that. I got to pull you aside. Like, look. <laughs> Get the horse play. Let's get to back to work. But no, so I went there. <laughs> so I got out of that, and I did that for about two years, and then I went to work for Norsham's Cafe. Oh, uh, that's see that now. That's as far back as I have actually talked to you about what's Norsham's Cafe. Yeah, I didn't know about the other stuff. Yeah. Is that the taste? It's a, yeah, that's what's called now. Okay. It used to just be called the cafe. Okay, you know. Oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they had, I think, there's a couple. 
they had a few places I think that had full on restaurants mm-hmm. like I think the downtown one might have been but uh, where were you at? I was up at Northgate Okay. but I was doing that because uh, you got to get in there and you got benefits so it was like good you know I got to get benefits get how old were you? Okay. I was 20 21? no the real question 19. is what year was this? Ooh, 1989. 1989? No. Yeah, so when you get benefits, that's real deal <laughs> up in the kitchen. But yeah. it's still corporate, right? Still corporate. I did corporate for like my first three jobs were all corporate. My man. And then I went to culinary school. Okay. And I saw I could work and go to culinary school, which was nice. I worked putting put in lots of hours. And where did you go to culinary school at? South Central Community College. All right. Amen. Yep. SCC? That was a, that was a spot. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's still one of the leading uh, yeah, uh, vocational schools for um, community colleges in Seattle. Yeah. I've heard they got a good in the program. country too. No, hey, they have one of the best. Well, yeah, yeah. So you know, we did that, and then uh, when I graduated from there, I did. Uh, I got a job at Serafina Restaurant down on that's, East Lake. That's where I met you at. I met you at Serafina. Man, that place has been no. home for fucking yes. Yeah, and then Dimitri was next door. Yeah. Yeah, and that's Drew and Tom and all of them. Wow. Yeah. So um, so then that's Serafina. So that was your first job out of culinary school. Yeah, I worked two jobs, actually. I worked at Nordstrom's and Serafina. I was a worker. So you're at at Serafina, okay, and what position did you start off at Serafina? Pantry. Okay. Working at Annie Posse, so... Making any possible plates, doing prep, you know, yeah. all that. And then you worked your way up? Worked my way up to first two. Yeah, my Eight man. and a half years. My man. Was there. Put in work. Yeah. And then you left there? I left there and went to Bandaleon. Uh Left there, went to Bandaleon as to become the Sioux over there. And then six months, I was head chef there. So that was my first head chef job. Like a G. You know. How was that experience? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. No complaints? No, nah, because, you know, it was like my mom's half Mexican. She's half Latino. So going and doing Latin food was like already ingrained. Like I knew most of the flavors already because I've been eating it my whole life. So it was like simple. Serafina was awesome because I, one thing I knew about Italian food was spaghetti and meatballs or lasagna. And they showed me like, no, there's this whole world of Italian food out there. You know, different pastas, different, you know, pancetta, all this stuff. So it was just like, oh, I was, you know, I was like in heaven almost, just eating, eating, eating. But then when I got the bando, it was like the bando, the bando, trapping bando leone. <laughs> <laughs> but there, it's like I really got to spread my wings. You know, that was when I got to develop my palate and my flavor profiles and just, you know, and run with it. And that was a nice thing. The owners let me run. They let me do what I do. As soon as they figured out that I knew what I was doing, there's like, Look, okay, you're good. And every year, every menu change, even the staff was like, how does every menu keep getting better and better? It's like, how, how, often did you, how often did you do a menu change? Uh, we started off doing twice a year and then moved to like three times a year. Mm. Get that real seasonal. Yeah. It's tough, you man. Know? Which is especially when you're doing Latin food because it's like, it's hot there all the time. So you get all that <laughs> stuff. Here we're like, where am I going to get mango? Yeah. <laughs> 
Make it work, chef. You know, Just like, order all your shit from Mexico. Like, you know, <laughs> make it work, like chef. Good mangoes, not these hard no, yeah, bricks exactly. that you can knock somebody out with. You know, no, a real mango. All right, um, and then from Bandaleon. From Bandaleon, I went to where? Man, where'd I go? When Bandaleon closed, I went to Dre's, which is no longer there down in Madison Park, and it was owned. It was a two restaurants. They had the the uh, Sapphire up on Queen Anne and Dre's down in Madison Park. And I went there as... I don't know. As Sue, I think. Yeah. And three months later, I was the chef there because the chef quit and threw me the keys. <laughs> like, literally. He was like, I'm done. Here you go. I was like, what? Like, no. He's like, oh, yeah. So you've been a, you've been a head chef at uh, ever, pretty much ever since you left Serafina. Mm-hmm. Um, you never had to take a step down or anything like that. Oh no, I took a step down when I opened, helped open the, the Archer Club. Well, I didn't even know you were at the Arctic Club. Well, yeah. I'm the first in the building soon. Oh Jesus Christ! I think Andy's yeah. there now, right? Jasana Neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw her the other day. She needs. We need to get at her. Yeah, she's super sweet. Yeah. Um, okay, so roundabout way, you made it. Um, you're popping. You've been a head chef at many different restaurants. Yes, sir. And so you've worked with many type of characters. Oh yeah. Um, I want to know who, what chef showed you how to be a chef? That was the, who set an example, who set the example and set the pace and who taught you? Because I am somebody that I've, I've talked to people about you before. I, I love you to death. I cannot speak any highly of you. So a lot of times when I work with a chef, at mm-hmm. any restaurant, I usually compare them to you. Right. Because you're the first chef that I ever really worked with right. that set the example for what it is what it is to be a chef and what qual- qualities I look for in a chef. Right. So I'm curious as to who showed you the way and how you learned them because you are very patient. You're smart. Um, you're creative. And um, you, I don't ever, I never remember you getting mad. I don't. I mean, you get frustrated. I've seen you get frustrated, and I've seen you be fucking moping around and stomping around the kitchen. But you usually take, you know, you pull somebody aside. Exactly like you yeah. said, you'd pull me aside. You wouldn't scold me in front of anybody, and you would explain to me what the fuck I'm doing wrong and what the fuck I need to do to correct the issue, uh, to make sure that the food is coming out like it should. So I'm curious as to where you where you picked up those uh, because we had a question we got an email I don't know like two weeks ago from somebody asking what we you know what we thought was a good chef right and I think that maybe on the show I even said like I said something about you mm-hmm. well you know it's so when I got out of corner school and I went to work for Serafina it was the first kitchen I went into that wasn't like head chef sous chef it was four chefs so it was a conglomerate. And which chefs, and they, which, which chefs did they have? Uh, it was Karen Burkhart or Burkhart. There was Darren. Uh, why am I forgetting Darren's last name right now? Uh, Bruce. Uh, Stephen Lee, who was on um, the Gordon Ramsay show. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Oh, wow. Yeah, Stephen Lee was just one of those. He was, he was one of the three finalists for there. And uh, Danielle Rouvet. Uh, my first French chef and only French chef I've ever had. Um, but they 
for some reason, they took a liking to me. I'm not really sure why. You know, the Serafina story is kind of crazy, too, because I went in the job. One owner was going to Italy. The other owner was still there. Yeah, I remember that. And they got all da-da-da-da. Then one came, when the other one came back, the other one left, and then they had a meeting, and they didn't like me, and they wanted to fire me. And for some reason, I stayed there eight and a half years. <laughs> After in the all end, that. you were victorious. <laughs> yes. But they're the ones that showed me because they took an active role in me becoming better and it's like you know and like they they literally like handed me a stack of cookbooks one day they're like you take these home you read these and you come back you pick out four or five recipes doesn't matter if it's from one book from all four whatever you just pick them come back and we're gonna start cooking them it's like uh, okay and then we came back and like literally we started cooking the recipes out of this cookbook and it was just like one after the other and chef darren actually told me He's like, I'll show you whatever you want, but you have to show interest. If you don't show no interest, then I'm going to leave you right over there and you can chop vegetables all day. And I was like, well, that's not what I went to culinary school for. I want to be over there where you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the first thing he taught me was how to make bolognese, you know, and it just stuff like that. Then, you know, it was. You hear that? Take notes, people. Making, show interest. You know, it's, Always. You know what I'm saying? Be, yeah. I mean, if you want to learn, then you got you to gotta show some sort of interest. You can't just think that your chef's going to come over and grab you by no, the exactly. ear and say, hey, I'm going to show you how to cut fish today. Like, and I, that's not happening. And I feel like one of the best things to do, especially as a new cook going into a kitchen, um, is, to, it, is to show interest, is to have a book, you know, to have your little notebook. and oh, a little, little pen. notebook, yeah. Yeah, because it's like if a chef gives you a recipe to and, and you write it down, they know that if they ask you to do that recipe again, that you're going to already know that you're going to really have the recipe and you can do it again. So they're well, not going to... They're not going to tell you. I told a girl today, uh, we don't use notebooks at my work, but uh, she, she was she was showing how to do something. I said, I want you to get a pen and paper, and I want you to write write it down step by step what you're showing. So you know exactly And that way, that way, if you ever have to step up and step in, you never have to ask anybody else. You have it in your own words, and it's written down. Um, you'll always have that knowledge on you. Um, and she was like, that's smart. And I was like, most, it, most kitchens you carry around a yeah. notebook with you. Uh, not this one. Unless it's like a they have a master, recipe they have a or master something like that. It's but. not their recipe, so you can write it down. Yeah. <laughs> so is it safe to say that you took, um, you picked the best parts out of all your chefs and um, Serafina and kind of adopted them for yourself? No, it's, it was more of like they they literally showed me. They they show me what it's like you know I never really got scolded because I was like I was that guy I was the guy in the kitchen was like you tell me to do something I'm gonna do it I don't give a hell what it is you know if I I'm just gonna do it because I want to learn if this is learning then I'm gonna learn now we all do that in life though we take the situation of like well okay you want me to do this but they didn't come out right and now they're mad because they didn't want to do this so like you figure it out you know like you know like you you start to go like okay that doesn't work for me that's not who I am you know like I had one chef tell me that you know my best wasn't good enough and this was a, the chef one of the chefs that started when I started and we got our asses handed to us one night it was just like I mean it was non-stop cooking for like six hours and at the end of the night you know everybody's tired and he's like uh, yeah you need to get better I was like <laughs> excuse me what like, you need to be better I was like I'm giving you 100%. He's like, well, your 100% ain't good enough. So I was like... And, and that was probably true. And I was pissed. I, I mean, I was livid. Livid. And you're fucking tired. I just grabbed my shit and I was gone. But I got home and thought about it. I was like, all right, I'm going to show this guy. 
I'm gonna show him actually right. what I can do because I know I could do better, but I didn't think I needed to do better. I guess you could say you, you know got a he complacent. saw it. maybe yeah you know. But it was I mean also, I think it ha- it happened so many times. You know <laughs> when you're tossing like you know. 25, 30 pans of pasta and like, you know, you're tripling up sauces and you got bowls flying at you and you're, you know, you're doing everything and yeah. it's like you got a pirate that has like 15 pans in them already with pasta ready to go because you know it's coming in and it's just like they're just railroading you. <laughs> you get tired. You know, after a while it's like it's gonna slip. Yeah, so but I'm you're getting, a fucking robot at know, that point. You know what I'm saying? And robot, robots malfunction. But that's the thing about it too is like, the consistency factor and when you're cooking always has to be there. It doesn't matter. It really mm-hmm. does. I mean, yeah, your body might start to go like, oh, I'm t- I don't want to put this piece of parsley or this basil on this thing no more. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but you got to you gotta do it. You got to do it. Every single you time. Know? Do it right or do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I don't want to put an ounce of pancetta now, in this now dish. Listen. I want to put a half an ounce because yeah, I'm almost done. Exactly. So I got to say this. Yeah. So, I don't want to prep more. So I've had arguments in my head where I forgot something in a dish before, right? Yeah. And I've thrown it up in the window, right? And then I go, oh, shit. I forgot to this ingredient. And then I go fuck it they'll never know and then I turn around and go to do something else and then it just just eats away in your fucking brain going that one fucking plate that's up in that window that what if somebody notices or don't be a fucking lazy asshole and get it and fucking fix it and make it right and I think that's the difference between what makes a fucking good cook and a shitty fucking cook that's true or the customer finds out that you didn't put that thing in like when we used to do a chopped salad at (laughs) Chop Shop it'd be like you could miss any other ingredient other than the chicken and so if you missed the chicken somebody would know you could throw like extra salami in there like extra everything else so you'd be like there's no chicken in this you gotta be fucking kidding me it's only chicken and then you put chicken in it and they don't even care if you don't like if you miss everything else as long as it has fucking chicken yo I was doing we have like we have, we have like we have we have veggie and vegan BLTs up in my work, right? And uh, I forgot the fucking bacon, the fucking fake bacon on the thing. And one of my fucking people came up to me and was like, "Who the fuck forgets bacon on a BLT?" And I was like, "I don't know how, but I figured it out. Somebody had started it." and got busy and I was like I'll finish it and the way they set theirs up is different from the way I set <laughs> so mine I had bacon so I thought the bacon was on the bottom and then the tomato and that's when I came into an issue and says everybody needs to be doing this the same yeah um, mm-hmm. and it's not just me I um I was doing stuff different because I thought it was better to do it this way. And then my kitchen operations manager came to me and said, no, it needs to be done this way. And I said, never. It'll never happen again. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. I didn't mean to question you or the owners. That's a perfect example of why uh, things should be done. Exactly. Know, the, the same way. Exactly. And ask questions. The yeah. one thing is asking questions. Mm-hmm. If you walk into a kitchen and you don't ask any questions about anything and you seem to think that you know it, your coworkers and your managers and your chefs are going to think that you already know what's going on. And they're they're going to let know. you be. Yep. You do yeah. know, you do know everything, They're going to let you burn, basically. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, well, they're not asking questions. And then as soon as you mess up, they're like, why'd you do it that way? And they're like, oh, well, it's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Like, what are you doing? Like, so always ask questions. I've, I've met always. hella know-it-alls in the kitchen before. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've done that before. Oh, yeah, I could do that. And then they're the first ones going, wait, how What? How do I do this? Hey, I work with a master chef that didn't know how to cook, bro. I'm not, I'm not even lying to you. Are you going to call him out? You going to call him out? I forgot his name. Seriously. <laughs> but he was a certified master chef. He had a certificate and everything. And he could Who not certifies cook. you a master chef? You got to go to school. You got to, you got to take the test. There's a test you can take. Tony, how to do you be certified. Test? Probably but, fucking suck. I'm a shitty cook. 
remember? <laughs> you are a shitty cook. I, I guess so. You look like a shitty cook. I just live that life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that cook life. That cook life. Yeah. All right. So we got the we got we know a little bit about uh, where do you get the name Mogus from? From a bartender. From a bartender. Uh, a sexy bartender. You still drink? No, Jeff. He was a guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still drink? Uh, at home. At home? Every once in a while I go out, but, you know, not much anymore. I mean, the, the, I, you said the last time that I saw you was at a lady friend's uh, birthday party, or she, last time she's in town? I do remember yeah. seeing you. Yeah. Yep, yep. Shout out to her. Down there sw- swimming with dolphins in California, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> swimming with them whales. Decided I want to eat a dolphin. What do you think? Would you eat a dolphin? No. Why not? Why? Uh-huh. I think that I wouldn't eat a dolphin, man. Exotic meat, yo. It, no, but it doesn't matter, yeah. man. They're like close to humans, man. They're intelligent. They, they. There's a lot of intelligent animals that we eat. Nah, man. They know, like, they know about life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they. they I don't think a chicken's ever gonna save my life in a shot. <laughs> but like, dol- I, dol- hey, you don't, you don't know <laughs> that. <laughs> I just don't think that's gonna happen. Dolphins so. have feelings and stuff. You know? Hey, hey, hey. We're not gonna get into the ethics. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, so we got a little, little know a little bit about Chef Hartfield over here. Uh, Johnny's got a little bit, you know, not more knowledge about him. Yeah, our get our our uh, you know, uh, I like this guy. Audience, oh, he's great, dude. Uh, so now now we go with the fun parts. Uh, we're gonna ask him a little bit of fun questions. A little rapid fire, a little rapid fire fun questions, and then we'll get into our ingredient of the week. Um, and we'll let Chris whatever say whatever he wants to say. Johnny, you want to go first? Yeah, my phone's all fucked right now. Hold on. Whatever, your life is fucked. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> all right, first of all, uh, I know the answer to this already, but uh, pirate or ninja, sir? Ninja. All day, every day. That's our third ninja. Most We get mostly pirates in here. But pirates. pirates. I said ninja, too. So. <laughs> um, I'm not going to ask that question. Uh, shorts or, or pants in the kitchen? Shorts with long johns. Ooh, with long johns? Yeah. Fucking it. And then, uh, speaking of that one, uh, what kind of kitchen shoes you got? Oh man, right now I'm pretty sure I've seen you in a pair of Crocs before. Yeah, I go, I go, I, I switch it up. But right now I'm working uh, Adidas Sambas. You're not wearing kitchen shoes, homie. No, nah, man, you're not setting it's a good a, example for your staff. You know, with the size, the way the kitchen set up, when I wear my clogs. I triple for myself. I triple for my ankles because I'm I'm moving side to side. I don't do a lot of move forward moving, and I just get shuffling. You need actual shoes on. Yeah, like yeah. my feet kind of go like this, which you can't see because it's radio. <laughs> but it's like if tectonic they, plates were like yeah, shoving up against exactly. each other. They just go boop, and I'm like, oh, and I'm weebles wobbles. You yeah, know? I yeah I got I feel you on that too. Because when you're wearing non-slip shoes, then they ain't slipping, and you, you gotta move to the side. Yeah, yeah. Sliding is quite the advantage yeah. of the kitchen. No, it is. So though. yeah. And like it's fucked up because if you're anticipating a slide and you don't hit that slide, your shit will slide off your plate or out of your saute pan. I used to know a Latino dude that used to be so suave in the kitchen. He used to wear <laughs> steel toe boots and work pantry over at Rue. His name was Christian Ortiz, and this dude would just dance all night long, <laughs> just like, like get like it. me, dog. <laughs> Until he steps on your foot and you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what kind of chef knives do you use? Oh man, I go through. I have a right now. I'm using Kai's K A I. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I'm using. All I'm using is a Usuba uh, and a uh, utility knife. All right. Uh, oh, and my uncle's, my great uncle's 
butcher knife. Passed down? Yeah. He used to work for uh, uh, Usul Meats. No, Petrol Meats back in the day. And so it's just, it's like a, a legit 15 inch chef knife. <laughs> like legit, dude. It's a machete in the kitchen. People are like, what are you doing with that? Like anything I want. Saber. Don't talk shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant in Seattle right now? Oh, man. Revel. You like Revel? Love Revel. I like Revel. I like their brunch a lot. I haven't been to their brunch. I don't wake up early enough for brunch. Really? Yeah. Oh, but Revel's. I fucks with Jewel, though. Revel's delicious. Well, I haven't been to Revel in like a couple years. It's good. It's really good. Um, who's your favorite chef in Seattle right now? Ooh. Don't say Renee Erickson. <laughs> What's wrong? Well, why not? I'm just joking. <laughs> wow. She has enough hype. Uh, actually, you know what? I go. All right. I don't know if I can answer. I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to answer the question, but I'm not going to answer it. Well, the there's, way so you there's also a sla- there's a there's a it's there's, like there's a slash in there too. So it's well, it, on my paper. It says your favorite chef in Seattle or just in general. It's like this. I love Daisley. I love Droman. And my new boy and my boy uh, Brian Brian Clevenger. You just opened up two new restaurants: one down in Madison Park, and then one over in West Seattle. What's the names of those? Uh, the one in West Seattle. Is, shout out, man! Is, you're on you're on the air. Is you're on the air here live with Grill How Long Steak Mister? <laughs> oh, it's done. It's been done. It's been done. Yeah, we're forty. Why didn't you tell me it was resting? Because it's forty two minutes. You gotta, out. You got to refire that shit. <laughs> <laughs> forty two minutes. What the that fuck, shit's man? dead, That's bro. That's VIP, bro. Where was the call? I didn't know you were ready. I, I missed the call, bro. <laughs> Is uh, Rigoletto? Rico- 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 no, Ricolto. What the hell's Rigoletto? Why did Rico- we both come up with that? I don't know. Because it's it's, it's, it sounds Italian. <laughs> <laughs> no, was there a restaurant called There's a restaurant called Rigoletto. Oh, yeah. It's in South Lake Union. I've been there. That's why you thought of it. Jordan used to work there. Shut up. Brandy Anyway, so... <laughs> But no, Jim Droman, uh, Daisley, down at Campania. He's still at Campania? He, that motherfucker's yeah. been there for like 30 Ever. years. Yeah. But they're, those are like. He's a G. Yeah. Like if, if anything happened and I could go work for one of those two, I would be, be there set? in a heartbeat. Yeah, for sure. In a heartbeat. Like, no, like I wouldn't question it. Like, yeah. And I would work the pantry. I wouldn't need to work grill. Just working in there. In yeah, with those just guys, yeah. in there to, to see that. That Yeah, for most of And Daisley's one of the most dapper chefs that I've seen in the kitchen. He'd Love be in some that, shoes. He'd be in yeah. that window. Love some shoes. <laughs> he'd be in nice. that window still. <laughs> yeah, just licking nice. And he always has his like, beard shaped up. All He has that salt and pepper. I saw. I cooked with him. We did an event, and uh, he was in the same tent as me. And I was like, that is a dapper black man right there. <laughs> that is what I love to see. I mean, we need more of those guys like out promoting the fact that we cook food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. All right. Uh, how do you vent when you're pissed in the kitchen? What do you do? I don't ever see you snap. So what do you do? Slit throats. That he be in that. I think he be in that bathroom stall. <laughs> I just shut down. I don't shut down. I get quiet. Yeah. I get cool quiet. You know, if I got a vent, that's for after work. That's mm-hmm. you know. You don't do it. You don't do it during a shift. You don't go on that walk in. Mm-hmm. You don't. Nope. Shoot nope. heroin. Nope. Nothing like that. Nope. Jesus. In between your toes. No. Nope. No, no, no. No, 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 no. See a professional. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what do you like to eat uh, for your shift meal? I don't eat. Well, that's a, that's a chef answer right there. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't fucking eat. <laughs> you eat the entire shift. You don't ever get to sit down and have a meal, do you? No, not really. Sad, I, used to hit that, I used to hit that ID, though, that Sea Garden, that 3 o'clock meal. Oh. You know, <laughs> I used to do that. Dude, Bush Gardens RIP, man. No, uh, my girl had her oh, birthday party there, like literally the week it closed. But uh, favorite music to uh, cook to in the kitchen? Jazz. 
Jazz. Ooh, what hey, type of jazz? Yeah, anybody in particular? Uh, Miles Coltrane. Yeah, there you go. There Stanley Turrentine. Oh, that's what we listen to. Stan Getz. By the way, yeah. this man right here, I'll shout it out right now. Uh, this guy's kind of the guy that got me into Sharon Jones and the Dab Kings. Oh, really? Oh, for shizzle. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. She was just on. Uh, she was on Luke Cage, and I was like, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what uh, What do you like to do? What kind of drink do you like to have after you get off work? Shift drink. Shift. Well, when I used to have shift drinks, uh, you don't get shift. You drink. Oh, you probably drink online while you're working now. No, man. I, I have grown up, Robbie. I no longer drink and drive. <laughs> I've learned my lessons in life. How uh, many do you guys? You got? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Figure this. How many speeding tickets do I have? Zero. But yeah. Anywho. <laughs> uh, no, but you know my ship. You know, you know me. I used to, I used to be tequila and beer, bro. Tequila and beer. You know. Well, you you, you said you were half Latino, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. There so it is. is he. He's yeah, half Latino I'm too. Half Latino myself. Guanajuato, yeah. Mexico, fools. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, always tequila. It's in the blood. Yeah. All right. Um, a couple, couple other quick ones. Um, who? Uh, what's your favorite cookbook? Oh man. And why? Oh man, I can't think of the name of it. It's right there. Johnny, you want to hit him with the other one in case it doesn't come back to him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your um? This is what I ask all of my favorite. What's your favorite spice to cook with? Chili flakes. Ooh, chili flake. Any specific type of chili flake or no? Just I like rich? them all. Oh, okay. Right now, right now, I'm rocking those uh, ghost pepper flakes. Holy from, shit! Oh yeah, from, from World Spice. But, you know, I do habanero flakes, regular oh, nice. crushed red chilies. I would like to see how you can use them and not, well, I love the burn people, but, you know, but also put them in there and see exactly how hot it is. Yeah. But uh, I think it's Bouchon. It's a good one. That's a good one. Actually, no, it's the duck farm or duck fat. From Blumenthal. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's a bad cookbook. Johnny? I'm trying to find that guy to give a shout out. So you One more? Okay, find him out. Uh, what's <laughs> your, besides your own, right? Uh, let the people know uh, favorite, uh, what your opinion of your, your favorite burger or chicken sandwiches in the city? Oh, man. That's a hard one, dude, because I don't get to go out that often anymore. <laughs> like, seriously. That's what happens when you're a, a head chef. And you, you know have what? no life. I'm gonna. This is gonna be really crazy. But that Happy Hour Burger at McCormick and Schmidt's used to be. It, but it's yeah. not there anymore. That's how old I am, and that's how that much I get That was a great. Out. That was a great burger. I don't know if they have the Happy Hour here. We are recording on South Lake Union in Seattle, Washington, and a couple blocks down from us, there's McCormick and Schmidt's left. Yeah. And I don't know if they do Happy Hour, but uh, I need to check that out, man. That burger was, and it was just like perfect because you. Could, like, yeah, it was a great, nice, decent burger. So. Two bucks. Yeah, I'll have to check get, it out. Couldn't go wrong. Um, I don't think we're gonna have it, uh, time to do ingredient of the week this week. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, because we're running at 48 minutes already. So, I don't know. Chris, anything uh, particular you want to talk about? You want to shout anybody out? You want to say hi to anybody? Your mom? Dad? Sister? Brother? They're not lover? Listening. They're not, What? I don't know, man. Guy, girlfriend? Boyfriend? What? People at work? Lie cooks? What? No. <laughs> Do you have any questions for no. me or Johnny? 
Uh, let's see. Oh, Mike know. sounds like shit today. No, it's just you. <laughs> what, Johnny, what got you into cooking? What got me into cooking? Um, like professionally, like, you know, like. like professionally, I think it was the fact that you didn't have to go to college. That uh, was really, that was literally the reason, like, I started washing dishes and I was like, oh, I don't have to go to school and I can make a good amount of money. I'm going to do this. And then I actually started to fall in love with it because, um. I realized that I was kind of good. I, I, I was kind of good at it. I was like, oh, I could do this. So, um, yeah, after I realized that, I kind of just kept on going. And then I realized that uh, that it was kind of a prestigious thing to be a cook. You know, like people people like that. You know, it's not like one of those things. Um, my dad always told me that, like, he's like, if you're not going to go to college, at least find a trade that you're good at and, like, do that and be the best that you can be at that. And, uh, yeah. His dad's a cop. Yeah, he's, he's a cop now. But he's done he's done everything, <laughs> though. He was in the he was armed. He was in the armed services. He was a firefighter. He is a, uh, you know, computer technician. You know, he did everything. So, Damn. you know, when he found his thing to, that made him, you know, happy. That's what he did. And so that's what, you know, that's what I figured out. I was like, oh, cool. I, I'm kind of cool and I can do something that I love. I don't have to go to school and I make a decent amount of money. Now I'm kind of regretting half of those decisions <laughs> that I made, but I'm going to keep on rolling with it because uh, one day, you know, they'll, they'll be that. There's that light at the end of the tunnel. Always. You know? <laughs> Always. Johnny, why have I not figured this out yet? What? Why you cook? Oh, that you can sit on that. <laughs> you lazy that, fuck. That I can lean back <laughs> and kick my feet up on the table and interview people like this. Anyway, anyway, uh, Chris, any, that's it. You want nothing? No, man. You know me, dude. Like I'm, I know. I'm laid back. I don't like. You got to bring that. You got to bring it to me, and then I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer whatever. Down. Well, I was super happy to have you on uh, this episode. It's our fiftieth episode, and uh, you're one of my favorite uh, chefs I've ever worked with. Thanks, uh, buddy. Fifty minutes on the fiftieth episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like to thank uh, Chef Hartfield for joining us here in studio. Thanks for having uh, Jahani. I always love seeing you, and I can't yeah. wait to hear about your exciting news. Well. Oh, also shout out Stefan Swaze or Swayze or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce Swaze, it. I think it's Swaze. But I'm going to go ahead and say Swaze. I'm going to say Swayze. And I'm going to say thank you for giving us a shout out on our Thanksgiving episode um, and letting us know that you're, we're one of your favorite podcasts. You know, it's really good to to know that we are out there helping. And uh, Where's he at? he's in like Philadelphia or something. Something he? like that. Um, it's just cool to know that we are um, reaching people. Yeah, also there's been some people that listen to the podcast who don't work in the industry. I feel like a lot of people who listen to the podcast don't work in the industry. And they're always like, hey, they learn stuff. I don't really feel like I'm teaching. I think I'm teaching people like things not to learn. <laughs> you should not listen to me because all I do is talk shit and BS with the homies, you know, and talk about food and shoot the shit. And uh, it's kind of why we have the podcast is just talk shit and Give our opinion, and we'd like to get feedback from people. So, um, yeah, you can hit us up on Facebook. Um, it's going to be uh, backslash Grow How Long Steak Mister, uh, Facebook.com backslash Grow How Long Steak Mister. On that gram, Johnny, it's that gram, dog. My grammar then grill how long steak mister. Grill how long steak mister. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no question mark. No, at yeah. grill how long steak mister. At grill how long steak mister. The Twitters is at how long steak mister. Uh, our email address, you can be reach us at uh, grill how long steak mister. That's mister mr at gmail.com. So it's uh, mister, not mid rare? Yeah. It's mister. It's a little, little acronym. I got you. <laughs> Do you not call your, your mid rares misters? No. 
So some people look at us weird. Other people get it. That's because he's a veteran in the game. He's like, you just say the whole thing. Uh, he's like, you he's got, like, goddamn millennials. He's like, <laughs> these motherfuckers be throwing up signs of emojis for sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I can be uh, hit up on Instagram at Bobby Stills. That's B O B B I E S T I L L S. Johnny, what's your Instagram? Uh, Johnny Tunami, and that's Johnny with a J H. <laughs> Jahani. Jahani. Oh my God. Uh, Chris, you want to give out some contact information? Do you want any people to find you? Uh, Instagram, Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Jones. Jones. Jeffrey Jones. Bro. That's legit. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. How's that spelled? C H E. Oh, shit. How can I It's like Jeffrey with Chef. I mean, yeah. If you don't know how to spell is Jeffrey it, Jones. Is it like Jeffrey? C H E F F E R Y Jones, J O N E S, all one. All one word? Yep. How did you is get it, that? Yeah. Uh, That's like the best handle ever. Are you, <laughs> well, are you on that gram heavy? It's like this. When I worked for Paragon Restaurant, the girls, the waitresses, started calling me Sheffrey. And I was like, man, like, why are you calling me Sheffrey? Like, just call me Chef. They're like, Sheffrey, Sheffrey. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? If my black exploitation name or my porn name, it would be <laughs> Sheffrey Jones. And I just, they just stuck with it. And I just, so that's, yeah. That's, right, that's good. With so he's on the gram at Sheffrey Jones. Uh, anything else? Shout out your restaurant one more time. Uh, the Tell West, them where it's at. The Westie Sports and Spirits, West Seattle, 35th and Kenyon. I've been there. The food is delicious. Yeah. I've been to 35th and Kenyon. Well, if you've been to 35th and Kenyon, we are right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. I want to thank everybody who listens and supports um, Grow How Long Steak Mister. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to go check out um, uh, the soundcastingnetwork.com. Uh, we are a production of them. And I want to thank Studio 212 for allowing us to record here. And uh, I encourage people to go and uh, rate, uh, subscribe, uh, comment on uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, happy 50th uh, episode there, Johnny. Woohoo! <laughs> Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.